Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our ministry when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, called Run with Endurance. I've noticed that if you're running well, it's with your head up on the goal. If you start looking down or if you have ever seen a runner running and they start looking behind them, you start getting in trouble. If you get distracted, you get in trouble. Just like Peter. Remember when Peter was walking on the water, but then he looked around, he saw the waves and he was like, what am I doing? This is not humanly possible. I'm not an early surfer. There's nothing under my feet. And he began to sink. He got his eyes off of Jesus and on the distractions. He lost some faith, if you will. See the, the idea of fixing your eyes on Jesus? It's a Greek word which means to look away from distractions, the Greek suggests, and to put your eyes on Jesus. Stop looking around, stop being distracted, and fix your eyes on Jesus because he is the author. He's the one that began it all in your life. That He's the reason why you're saved. And what else is he? He's the perfecter of your faith. And how does he perfect your faith? Through endurance. Through trials and challenges and testings. As we saw last time we were together in Genesis 22. These witnesses went through the tests. Abraham was tested in Genesis 22. Many have gone through the tests. And George Matheson, pastor in Scotland in the 1800s, suffered <clears throat> excuse me, profess, uh, progressive blindness, became completely blind at the age of 18, said these words, O love that will not let me go, I rest my weary soul in thee. I give thee back the love I owe, that in thine ocean depths its flow may richer and fuller be. The ultimate uh, witness or inspiration for my race is not Abraham, it's not Isaac, it's not Jacob, it's not Daniel. It's not the three Hebrew youths that took on Nebuchadnezzar and said, we will not bow down. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. My ultimate inspiration is my Lord, amen, who already ran the race and blazed the trail to where I want to be. You see, the ultimate example, the ultimate coach, the one that's cheering you on is the one that entered into our race, entered into our pain, entered into our difficulty. He didn't say, hey, I made the world and everything in it. Good luck, humans. He entered into time and space, Emmanuel, God with us. And he ran the race and ran it with endurance and marked out the trail and is perfecting my faith in yours. And this is where I need to trust him when I don't understand, when I'm at a part in the race where I say, Lord, everything in me wants to walk off the track right now. I don't have it in me. This one not only inspires me, he strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Now I've got those little eye blacks on with Philippians 4.13 as I run. Yeah, baby, come on. I even wear them when I'm playing golf just to intimidate people in my foursome. Philippians 4.13. Here we go. 
Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> but it's a good idea. Anyway. He is the author of my faith. I want you to take a peek just at Hebrews 2.10. The word is archegos. It's where we get the idea of the architect or author of life. We see that in the book of Acts. Take a peek at Hebrews 2.10. It speaks of Jesus who tasted death for everyone in verse 9. Hebrews 2.10 says, It was fitting for him, for Jesus, for whom are all things and through whom are all things. He is creator. In bringing many sons to glory, look at this, to perfect the author, Archegos, of their salvation through what? Sufferings. Do you know how Jesus, the author of your faith, was perfected? Through suffering. He kept enduring through suffering. You might say, well, what, what are those snapshots of his suffering? The Garden of Gethsemane? The upper room when Judas had gone off to betray him and Peter was making promises that he would not keep within a matter of hours? Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, if I could put it this way, help me to endure because he knew the way of the cross was the way that he had to go. It was his race to run. And we're to fix our eyes on Jesus when we want to give up. See, we have a God who entered into our pain, who ran our race, who authored our salvation. He purchased us with his blood. He called us to himself and he is perfecting us right now. And he who began a good work in you will complete it till the day of Christ, Philippians 1, 6. And so I run. I run towards the upward call in Christ Jesus. I run towards the goal of standing before him and having my coach say, you ran well. I know you had your bumps and bruises. I know you had your moments when you struggled with faith. I know there were times when you wanted to give up, but you made it. And I think those stadium witnesses are saying, hey, every time you look up at the crowd, if you see an Abraham or a Sarah or a Jacob or a Daniel or an Isaiah, they might say something like this, I made it, you can make it too. And then Jesus might say to us, I made it. I passed through the threshold of that terrible cross and not just the physical suffering of the cross, but the spiritual agony of a soul who knew no sin became sin for us that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. Who endured such hostility. You want to give up? Jesus says, look to me. Look to the cross. Read the gospels. This is why you need to read your Bible. This is why the enemy wants to keep you away from your Bible because that's where you'll get inspired. That's why you're, where you will get strengthened. Turn for a moment to Romans 15, we're winding down, but I want to show you one encouraging verse about your Bible. Romans 15, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans. Take a peek, 15, Romans 15, verse 4. It says, for whatever, Romans 15, 4, was written in earlier times, was written for our instruction. So that through perseverance, Romans 15, 4, and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now, 
May the God who gives perseverance, he gives it. He doesn't just model it, he gives it. And encouragement, he gives both. Grant to you to be of the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus. Now some of you are saying, how does he give perseverance? It's in verse four. He gives perseverance through the encouragement of the scriptures so that you might have hope. So on Wednesday nights, go back to our Hebrews and we'll finish it. We're going through Psalms and we've called it medicine for the soul. And some of those messages are airing on the radio. And why are we calling it medicine for the soul? Because every time you want to give up, the Psalms are medicine to encourage you so that you don't lose heart. The Archegos is the pioneer. He pioneered our faith. He blazed the trail, if you will, all the way to heaven by his precious blood, by his sacrificial death. He did it with blood, sweat, and tears. And now he says, you can make it too. F.F. Bruce says, had he come down by some gesture of supernatural power, he would never have been hailed as the perfecter of faith. Nor would he have left any practical example to follow. But he did come down, and he did plow through, and he did make it, and he kept entrusting himself. He even operated by faith, dependent on his father, to him who judges righteously, 1 Peter 2.23. He trusted his soul unto his father. He lived by the power of the Holy Spirit, and now he is perfecting us, interceding for us, praying for us. And he did it. There's an attitude I want you to see here. And I think I'm at number four in my notes. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Focus on him. He saved you. He's shaping you through trials. He called you to himself. He's maturing you. Let his joy and his endurance inspire you. Christian athletes must keep their eyes on the prize. This is how we finish strong. Jesus did it for the joy set before him. Now, I I studied this passage this week and I thought, Lord, oh God, God, renew my joy. I don't want to be one of those Christians that say, every time someone talks to me, oh, the race is so hard. Look at this scar. Look at this over here. I pulled a muscle the other day. I pulled a hammy. Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can go on one more day. How about we get some joy? How about we have this attitude in us, which was also in Christ Jesus, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Jesus was not a bummer to be around. He was joyful. He had the oil of of gladness above his companions. Some of us need to start praying during this Christmas season. Oh, Lord, renew my joy. Put a smile on my face. Even if that clerk behind the counter at that store is a pain in the neck, give me joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Maybe I'll even sing it. At Kohl's. Oh, that's unthinkable. <laughs> Only after I get my Kohl's cash, then joy, joy, joy. <laughs> Strip off the baggage of sin. Unloose yourself from the entanglements. Refix your eyes on your Lord. It was hard for him. He endured and he scorned and despised the shame, no doubt. The cross was a terrible prospect. To be nailed to a death instrument, probably naked, probably right there on the road where people were doing shopping and going to restaurants. 
to, to think that God the Son would go through that. But he endured. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. If you are a longtime listener to Walk in Truth, we could use your help. We are excited to announce we have the opportunity to broadcast on a new radio station, an opportunity that will help this ministry reach more people like you in Oahu, Hawaii. Our mission with Pastor Michael's teachings is to equip listeners with God's Word in a way that helps them address today's issues, trends, and culture. But before we say yes to this opportunity, we could use your help. The price to broadcast on this radio station daily is $2,491 a month. Can you partner with us to reach people in Hawaii? Would you become a Walk in Truth partner today? Your financial commitment of at least $20 a month would help us reach this goal. We have until the end of September to raise these funds. If you become one of the 125 new partners, you'll be part of the team bringing God's truth to more people. That means four people would have to make a commitment each day until the end of September. Would you be one of the four now? Please begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Or visit walkintruth.com. We'd love to see who's listening. So please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walk in Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walk in Truth. It was hard for him. He endured and he scorned and despised the shame, no doubt. The cross was a terrible prospect. To be nailed to a death instrument, probably naked, probably right there on the road where people were doing shopping and going to restaurants. To to think that God the Son would go through that. But he endured. The physical pain he endured was absolute, says one writer, but the spiritual pain was ever greater because his pure soul, which knew no sin, became sin for us, inducing a heretofore unknown pain. But he did it for the joy of pleasing his Father. He did it for the joy of knowing that you and I would be there. He looked towards the long-term goal, which made the short-term pain manageable. And it was difficult. And that's what you and I have to do. We have to learn, please hear what I'm about to say, to make short-term sacrifices for long-term gains. And if you are a person who made a compromise, you know in the moment sin can be pleasurable, but then you sacrifice sometimes the long-term goals that you have. Doesn't mean that God can't repair that. Doesn't mean that God can't restore that. But you want to run a pure race. You want to endure. You want to look towards the goal of even the witness that you're leaving for others. As the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 10, 36, you have need of endurance so that when you've done the will of God, you may receive what is promised and what is promised is coming. There's a story, an old parable about an old dog that fell into a farmer's well after Assessing the situation, the farmer sympathized with the dog, but decided that neither the dog nor the well were worth the trouble of saving. Instead, he planned to bury the old dog in the well and put him out of his misery. When the farmer began shoveling, initially the old dog was hysterical, but as the farmer continued shoveling and the dirt hit his back and struck him, it dawned on him that every time a shovel load of dirt landed on his back, 
He'd just shake it off and step up. Well, this he did blow after blow. He would shake it off and step up, shake it off and step up, shake it off and step up. He repeated this and encouraged himself. And no matter how painful the blows or how distressing the situation seemed, the old dog fought panic and kept shaking it off and stepping up, shaking it off and stepping up. It was not long before the dog, battered and exhausted, stepped triumphantly out of the well and killed his master. No, I'm just kidding. I... <laughs> now you get yours. <laughs> what seemed as though it would bury him actually benefited him, all because of the way he handled adversity. And so you and I, final point, verse Three, number five, if you're taking notes, we need to consider him. This means to carefully calculate Jesus' life, example, and current ministry to us. Consider him along with the other heroes of Hebrews 11 and more stories that we could tell about modern-day heroes. Let this truth strengthen you and encourage you. Consider him, calculate, think on him, this is where we get the word logarithm in Greek. It means to consider a careful calculation. Consider him who has endured such hostility. Think about it, what he went through by sinners against himself so that you may not grow weary and lose heart. Jesus is our central focus. He's the focus of our worship and our lives. We must follow our Lord. That's why our worship must be what's called Christocentric, centered on Christ. This is why we, he must be the measure of all things because he lives and he's cheering us on to the finish line. Father, thank you that we can run this race with endurance as we look to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Thank you, Jesus, that for the joy set before you, you endured you finished the race, you died on the cross, though you recoiled from it, though you had your moments where you wanted another way, you, you plowed through, you submitted to the Father, and now, well, we can imagine just for a moment how many untold millions of believers have passed from this life and seen you in your exaltation and glory. See, the cross is over, it was a relatively short moment of history, but its dividends are continuing to pay off. And that's how we need to see our lives. That they continue to pay dividends far beyond even our earthly pilgrimage. And each time a believer dies and stands before the Lord and says, like, mercy me, will I be able to speak? Will I dance? Will I fall on my face? I don't know, but here's what I will know. That cross, it is finished. That resurrection has happened. And every time someone has run their race, they stand before their Lord. And they hear, well done. Way to go. You ran well. You've been listening to Run With Endurance, Part 3 on Walk in Truth. And that was the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 3. If you missed any part of today's program, Walk in Truth is on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and more podcast apps. Listen for free to Pastor Michael's teachings in more books of the Bible.
Now, we have pastors on staff that would love to speak with you if you need prayer or counsel, or perhaps you have questions about Jesus and the Christian faith. Call Walk in Truth Tuesdays through Fridays during daytime hours at 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. 844-48-TRUTH. Now here's Pastor Michael one more time before we go. Well, my brother, my sister, my prayer for you is that you will run with endurance, fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author. He's the archegos. He is the author of our faith. He's the author of life and the perfecter. He who began a good work in you will complete it to the day of Christ. So look away from the things that trouble, from the things that distract, and look to him. Now, if you're listening and you've never looked to him before, you've never begun the journey, you've never begun the walk or the race because you've never met him. You know, they tell us that about a third of the listening audience to Christian radio is either unchurched or uh, is not in a relationship with God. But the beautiful thing right now is you're listening and you're not here by accident. The Lord loves you, my friend, you. And right now, You can settle it. You can make him your king. You know, he's already the king. He's already the Lord. The question is, is he your Lord? Is he your shepherd? Psalm 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. If you, if you can say that Jesus is my shepherd, then you can have the promises of Psalm 23, but many more promises than Psalm 23. Is he your shepherd, your king, your Lord? You know, in the Christian world, we talk about a personal relationship with the Lord. That's what we're talking about. Not just, is he Lord, or have you acknowledged a set of facts about the God of the Bible? Is he your king, your God, your Lord, your husband? These are deeply relational terms, your father in heaven. You say, Pastor Michael, with all that I am, I want to know him. What do I do? Cry out to him. Something like this, if you're driving, keep your eyes open. Lord Jesus, I believe you're King of kings and Lord of lords. I believe you came to this earth to live a perfect life, die on the cross, and rise from the dead. And I am so sorry for my sin and my rebellion and my idolatry. I've I've lived a life apart from you or not paying much attention to you. But right now, I want to settle it. Please be my king. Please be my Lord. Please be my Savior. I believe in your life, death, resurrection. I repent of my sin. I trust you. Make me your child today. Teach me to follow you all the days of my life. You know, my friend, God is so gracious. If we can help you in any way, even get a Bible into your hands, recommend a good local church, whatever we can do, we have a phone number you can call. It's 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Call it during business hours, Pacific time, Tuesday through Friday. If you want to get a message off to us, hey, I need a Bible. I prayed with Pastor Michael to receive the Lord. I want to know more or pray for me, whatever it may be walkintruth.com. There's a comment section. Just let us know that you made a decision to follow Christ. Maybe you returned to the Lord today. That's awesome. Let us know. We'd like to celebrate with you. 
walkintruth.com and click on that comment section. Well, we love you. Thank you all for listening. Um, it's such a blessing to be able to have this platform and share the word of God to all of our beloved family, all of our partners, all of our friends. Um, just so grateful. And we'll see you. We're going to, we're going to start something tomorrow special. We'll take a break from the book of Hebrews. We're going to do a couple of Psalms of Asaph that I preached recently in our local fellowship here in Corona, California. The first one is from Psalm 73 called, I Almost Slipped. Tune in tomorrow. Tell a friend. We'll be here, Lord willing. See you then. Hey, just to let you know, Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Our hope is to broadcast this program on more radio stations to reach more people like you. Our ministry has grown a lot over the years, and it's thanks to our church and our listeners that have become our financial partners. Our producer, Rob Newton, went to Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California recently to update the congregation on the state of walk in truth. He talked about where we are, what's new, where we'd like to go, and how you can help. If you'd like to listen to Rob Newton and Pastor Michael's short presentation, you'll find it on the Walk in Truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's also on walkintruth.com. We've entitled it The State of Walk in Truth. And again, you'll find it on the Walk in Truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. We're now going to take a break from the book of Hebrews. Pastor Michael would like to share two messages in the book of Psalms he recently preached. Join us tomorrow for his teaching in Psalm 73 called, I Almost Slipped. I'm Mike Massaro. On behalf of Pastor Michael Lance and Living Truth Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people.